Hello and good day from Oz. Mike George is not homeless, but sort of countryless, a subject well worth investigating further sometime in the future. However, as the world slowly unlocks itself from boundary restrictions, Mike, currently in Penang, finds himself with a visa about to expire and therefore in need of finding a new country in which to put down some temporary roots. He whittled down his choice to two vastly different countries and finds himself with a personal debate between New Zealand and Uruguay. I thought it would be interesting to be a fly on the proverbial wall and listen to his debating techniques. There are many reasons why New Zealand, with its robust population of just over 5 million, is a better country than poor Uruguay, with its paltry 3.5 million people. Here are some of the reasons. Number one, the name. New Zealand is named after the least populous province of the Netherlands, a country with which it has only the most nominal connection. There is a movement in New Zealand to change the name of the country to its Polynesian name, which translates into English as Land of the Long White Cloud, a common nickname for the country. It would be an inspired change, but why trade something for something better? Such is just not the way things are done in New Zealand. The official name of Uruguay is La República Oriental de Uruguay, the Eastern Republic of Uruguay. Oriental? Eastern? It is a country on the southeast corner of the Western Hemisphere. The name is irresistible in its absurdity. What's in a name? That which we call a rose would smell as sweet? New Zealand? Rather than the romantic land of the white cloud? Unless they are fog clouds or noxious gases. So as Mike says, why trade something for something better? Number two, the flag. The official flag of New Zealand has four stars and a Union Jack. But the more famous flag is that of the national rugby team, the All Blacks. That flag features a white feather, the traditional English symbol of cowardice, against a black background and is an infinitely better reflection of the Kiwi true character. The flag of Uruguay features the sun, which is smiling with smug self-satisfaction a confidence that can only invite suspicion. Who would trust such a star? No. Laughably anachronistic as it is, the Jack and Stars flag is the better flag. New Zealand's more popular flag of the national rugby team, the All Blacks, features a white feather normally associated with cowardice. Really? Those guys? Have you seen them? No. Better stick with the four stars and Union Jack. Number three, leadership. Jacinda Ardern is the Prime Minister of New Zealand. She is a nice lady who has had a baby since becoming PM, 
as a house husband straight out of central casting and to the best of my knowledge has never been arrested pepe mujica was president of uruguay from 2010 to 2015. presidents in uruguay can serve only one five-year term he spent over a decade in prison for bank robbery and on terrorism charges bank robbing is bad even when the robber doesn't kill the bank manager during the robbery i have to vote for new zealand when it comes to leadership motherhood and family values versus criminality and corruption no contest although that american accent is a giveaway predilection towards apple pie and rah 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 nationalism number four accomplishments New Zealand was the first country to give women the right to vote. Uruguay was the first country to legalize, not just to criminalize, the recreational use of marijuana. Giving women the right to vote, despite the downsides of suffrage, is arguably a good thing. But allowing people to bliss out on government-regulated and taxed marijuana is bad. No matter how delightful it is to smoke a half-and-half, with one's morning coffee or yerba mate and a pipeful of full strength in the afternoon. Drugs are bad. Admittedly, my mind is a little bit cloudy on the issue, but New Zealand seems to be the more accomplished country. Women's right to vote versus legalization of marijuana. Now, that does seem to leave Mike a little confused between the positives and negatives. What would give rise to that, I wonder? Number five, sports. New Zealand's rugby union super team, the All Blacks, sets the standard for rugby worldwide. No country with a comparably small population can boast of such a high standard of play. While the sport rugby league is clearly superior to the sport of rugby union, is it the fault of the All Blacks that they play the wrong kind of rugby? Should they be punished for this? In contrast, Uruguay's only sports accomplishment, and a modest one at that, is that it won the Quadrennial World Cup in soccer. Big deal. Any country can do that, and most countries have. Conclusion? New Zealand is better at sports. All Blacks sadly chose the wrong type of rugby to play in Mike's eyes, but he is forgiving due to their high winning record. And Uruguay, well, their team has only won the World Cup twice, first in 1924 and then in 1950, beating host Brazil in one of the biggest upsets in World Cup history. In fact, such was the surprise of Uruguay's victory, many Brazilians had to be treated for shock. Number six capital city. Wellington, New Zealand is distinguished by being both the windiest city and the southernmost capital city in the world. Most of its cultural events either take place at the mausoleum-like New St. Paul's Cathedral in the CBD or in the suburb of Lower Hutt. Na Taonga is the National Film Archive showing a wonderfully balanced selection of whingy and whiny movies, the envy of any politically correct populace. Of course, Cuba Street, named after the ship rather than the city, be cool. 
By limiting diversions and entertainment, the city encourages a healthy introspection that only feels like boredom. Montevideo, in contrast, is the same distance from the equator as are San Francisco and Melbourne, and has similar weather to both. It has an abundance of concert venues, such as the 170-year-old Teatro Solis, museums, the Cinemateca with its three large and identical auditoria showing classic and art house films every day. The tango culture permeates all aspects of life. Pretty much everyone drinks yerba mate while doing pretty much everything. However, a city can be too colorful, too engaging, and too exciting. The tango looks like ecstasy only hides the hurt and humiliation suffered by women forced to endure it, thanks to the patriarchy. The world would be better without it. Thus, Wellington must be the better capital city. Apparently, the windy city of Wellington manages to keep its residents on a constant equilibrium of bland culture, whereas Montevideo has numerous cultural venues with diverse activities. It's also the shrine for the tango, a dance featuring handsome, lithe men, svelte, glamorous women whirling around the floor in synchronized, close-contact rhythm and... Mm, let's move right along now. Number seven, food. Per capita, New Zealand has the most sheep and Uruguay has the most beef cattle of any country in the world. The New Zealand national dish, hangi, a dish composed of meat or fish and root vegetables that is cooked underground, is known to all Kiwis, but eaten by few and commercially available to none. In contrast, the Uruguayans have chivitos, a delicious open-faced sandwich loaded with slices of beef, cheese, mayonnaise, and is topped with a fried egg. It is an absolute delight. However, it is repugnant to vegans and must therefore be reviled by all. Keeping in mind that hangi is a traditional Maori dish and has less meat in it than Chivitos, the evils of cultural appropriation are less vile than hurting the feelings of vegans. Thus, I pronounce Kiwi cuisine to be superior to la comida uruguayana, at least until the consumption of meat can be forcibly prohibited by both countries. I think we should all applaud Mike's determination to observe the beliefs of the minority 0.1% vegan and vegetarians as opposed to the overpowering large majority of carnivores. Number 8. COVID-19 New Zealand has a higher per capita infection rate than Uruguay, 387 versus 256 per million as of October 2020, and has the advantage of being separated from its nearest neighbor by over 2,000 kilometers of ocean. You couldn't infect the country if you wanted to. In contrast, Uruguay is bordered by the third and fifth most infected countries in the world, Brazil and Argentina. 
should be a nightmare, right? Nah, what is rightly known as La Suiza de Sudamerica, the Switzerland of South America, may have the best healthcare system in the world. Certainly it is among the most cost-effective. Due to widespread testing, contact tracking, and social distancing, it has done a wonderful job of keeping the virus under control. It is the only country in the Western Hemisphere whose passport holders can get tourist visas for travel in the European Union. This is not to say that they won't face lengthy quarantines when they return. However, to suggest that Uruguay has done a better job of managing COVID-19 would be to denigrate a female head of state. This I will not do. I will not engage in the sexist practices that have discredited my woeful gender. New Zealand again gets top marks. 2020, the year of COVID, has been a horror story for all countries. So a country that not only delivers a high level of medical care and is cost-effective should be scrutinized closely. There just has to be a catch somewhere. In conclusion, New Zealand must be better than Uruguay. To believe otherwise would be to deprive Kiwis of the one thing that distinguishes them, their facile and specious sense of security. I politely, but emphatically, demand that you feel the same way. This is Michael George. Sense of superiority, leading to an abundance of confidence, is the final overriding factor in Mike's decision. However, it is just possible this podcast may find its way to the immigration department of both countries, and neither will let him in. And it is here we leave Mike and his dilemma, and you, the listener. Until next time, we say good day from Oz. But remember, we have a dedicated website where we give photos and links to this podcast and invite your comments as well. Bye for now.